Her Pod. I'm Jenna, and we are fucking back in Bachelor City. Bachelorette City, excuse me. We are done with The Bachelor. Zach can take a seat. He can continue to do weird promo things with his his lady Katie although I am coming to like her a lot more but we are now in full-fledged bachelorette season and I have to say I am so excited it's I have a feeling deep in my fucking bones that this is going to be a very good season it is hitting so many little things in my memory of like I've been watching this for a long time and it's like I know when there's gonna be a good season and when I'm like, oh, okay, this is gonna be a fucking shit show, which often is the bachelor seasons, right? And the bachelorettes flourish and they give us these like girl boss moves and I'm really excited about it. And Charity is the best and I'm so excited to get to know her more and see her personality. And I'm equally excited to chat about her night one premiere with my good friend. She's been on the podcast many times before, Please welcome Ash from Ash Talks Batch. Hi, everybody. Thank you for having me, Jenna. Yay. I'm really excited. This is like my favorite place to be. Oh, you're so sweet. I know. I love when we get a chance to chat. And I was thinking about today, like, do you remember back in the day, we became friends like during Clacia season mm-hmm. and you were recording um, an episode with Crime and Roses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, such good times. I miss those ladies. And Me too. I remember listening to that episode and like, I think we had been friends a little bit online, but I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, I like Ashley. (laughs) Oh, your podcast immediately was something that I always gravitated towards. I feel like when we were all deep in the COVID trenches of being completely isolated, like the Bachelor community was a lifesaver for so many of us. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's when a lot of people got deep into it and so i'm glad that some of those friendships are still here Mm -hmm. and a lot of those podcasts and pages are still here because some people stopped unfortunately so i'm glad we're still kicking oh and we'll talk about podcasts in a second (laughs) (laughs) but i am really excited that you're here to talk about charity season uh we'll get into like uh all of our thoughts and feelings of the episode and everything but are you just like are you excited i mean how do you feel I love Charity. I feel like she's probably my favorite bachelorette. And I feel really bad saying that because I love Tasha. Mm-hmm. I love Rachel. I love Michelle. But I feel like Charity is just made for this moment. Like when she was doing her intro package, I was like, this is it. Like everything was aligning and you can just like really, really tell that she's where she's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I really did hear, you know, she's just like, I have all these things that I love in my life and but I'm just looking for somebody for like this journey and this family and I like believe it from her Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. I fucking believe it and I I know a lot of people want family and marriage I mean I'm not one of those but (laughs) (laughs) couldn't be me but I well like I believe it from her (laughs) yeah me too and it's like a genuine want for her it's not like a societal expectation it's not pressure i think she genuinely wants that for herself Mm -hmm. yeah that's exciting i'm very excited about it but yeah before we get into her premiere night we do have to talk about the like the gossip we jumped on and we were immediately like what is going on in bachelor nation it is like it's a mess so like to catch up a little bit too, last week's episode, I did a little um, the get to know the men and I tried to catch up a little bit on Bachelor Nation gossip, but there's just like so many different things happening, babies and marriages and breaking ups and all these things. But like what we didn't talk about as well is that like the, the structure of the show is ever changing. Mm-hmm. Shithead Mike Fleiss has been let go for 
what we all assumed, which was intense racism, sexism, fat phobia, ableism, um, pretty much everything under the sun. And I think we're all very curious to see what the future seasons really like lay out at, in the change. And like, I think Charity's season was already filmed with him still there. Yeah, I think the timeline, because I've noticed like the, the guy with the check and I know we'll talk about the intros and all mm -hmm. that. I noticed his check said like March 20th and I believe that was like right around the time mm -hmm. when everything was happening. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So I can't, I don't know how much influence he had over the whole thing, but yeah. Sure. And that was the thing too, is we, we also always wondered like how much he had day-to-day -day influence. And I don't think mm -hmm. he had a ton, like, you know, when seasons are being filmed, but mm -hmm. he obviously had a ton of influence to like the big, bigger picture things, right? Mm -hmm. Giving certain people lead roles um, and holding it over people and making an overall unsafe environment for mm -hmm. alumni and producers. Mm -hmm. So it seems like a lot of stuff's happening. I don't really know what's happening, but like I hear these rumors that like producers are coming and going, there's like mm -hmm. things happening. And you can see that also, okay, multiple things are happening once. I think the promotion game increased, yes. right? Like they've, yes. they've either hired new people or done something, mm -hmm. but then the podcasting slash other parts of the franchise are falling apart. At the seams, like I think Natasha leaving and then leaving clickbait and then just the rotating cast of people and like, I usually don't listen to Bachelor How Happy Hour or clickbait unless they have like a really good guest i didn't really find them particularly entertaining mm -hmm. but they hadn't posted new episodes and they were doing these throwback episodes to people who aren't even relevant and then you know all of a sudden like becca got on her stories and said that she was leaving insinuated that it wasn't the best of circumstances and thomas did the same thing <laughs> and then last night they just posted we're back <laughs> with the same picture uh, Becca and um, Michelle, and then later on today, they announced that it was um, Joe and Serena that are the new hosts. And I guess clickbait is no more. It, like, who was the other host at the moment with clickbait, too? Like, was it Tia? I think it was just, she left when she had her baby, right? Okay, yeah. And Natasha left. Mm -hmm. And I think they were doing a bunch of guest hosts, but I don't think they had never officially mm hired someone out there to you it's so weird because you know bachelor happy hour has switched out hosts so much you know it started with mm -hmm. rachel and Allie, and then mm -hmm. it went to um rachel and mich and, and becca and then right. um rachel went away and then guest hosts for a while mm -hmm. and then we have michelle mm -hmm. and now they're both gone and mm -hmm. without a goodbye they didn't get a chance right. to goodbye and right. yeah it's hard to say because in some ways i can see that becca might be trying to distance herself from the mm -hmm. show and obviously michelle's been also doing that and saying like mm -hmm. publicly if you guys don't change your shit i'm leaving and i've looked i haven't checked in the last couple of hours but when i looked like last night and this morning michelle hadn't posted anything about it yeah she did comment on the new post being like woohoo like get it so yeah uh, but like i'm sure contractually she's a, she's supposed to like you know be supportive on some level or maybe she's mm -hmm. supportive i'm sure she likes mm -hmm. um serena because they were on the yeah. same season so mm -hmm. uh yeah i don't know like do you think they were fired like what do you think thomas is talking about 
That's the word on the street. I've seen people insinuate that, but I haven't seen a direct like proof that they've been fired. I think honestly, um, they well, Becca's pregnant, and mm-hmm. so I think she's they posted that she's in her third trimester, so she's pretty, you know, getting ready to transition to be a new mom. So I think they could have easily just said that, you know, Becca's focusing on her family, Mm -hmm. but the way that they both kind of insinuated and Thomas, I think, commented under a post and said, you know, we wanted a goodbye, like you said. Um, So, yeah, I just think it's a lot of, I don't know fully like what happened, but something suspect happened and we know Becca and Thomas and Michelle have been vocal about things that they disproved of with the franchise. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Um, I just feel like I hope that whatever Becca and Michelle do moving forward, I fully support. I wish that they would have done an official goodbye for them because that's the least they can do. And also like people are talking about this and they're not talking about the night one, which I'm just like, why why now like y'all could have done a better rollout there's the way everything has been handled is just really the problem that we all can agree on even if we don't know like if they were actually fired but the rollout is horrendous no for sure and like they're just using an old photo of serena and joe to like plast up on this pink background and it's like embarrassing and i have just i as somebody who's like been podcasting about this show for so long at this point now like i'm approaching six years like this might be my sixth year around the shit yeah thank you oh my god god fucking oh my god um but (laughs) i it's like you know there was a bunch of independent people and then we were all flourishing mm-hmm. and then the mm-hmm. show was like oh let's mm-hmm. get in on this mm-hmm. and then they fucking haphazardly do their shit every time i would listen to them the audio quality was bad and i'm not saying my audio quality is that great but it's like y'all have money you have right. you know producers you have people who could do this for you and i just like this lowly independent fucking dyke so it's like <laughs> I, I yeah and so I'm not surprised it's all kind of falling apart but it is so embarrassing to just like suddenly be like oh did you forget your season was coming up like right. what the fuck is happening <laughs> I just think like you said there you know there the banter wasn't good and I'm not an official podcaster I just make appearances mm-hmm. but I listen to podcasts about literally everything <laughs> I can tell you when something when they have a good thing going and they just never really found that rapport i don't know if they were like officially media trained on how to interview people but if you're going to monopolize the contestants ability to go on these different shows you at least you should be putting in some things to make sure it's consistently good and so Mm. at first i was worried when they said like people were insinuating that it was done like okay that means nick and caitlin are going to get all these people Mm -hmm. and like ashley i and ben I do think, you know, that those podcasts, they need people because you have a bachelor, like because you're a a bachelor alum that doesn't necessarily translate into you being a good podcaster. And, (laughs) you know, you have to listen to the person that you're responding to. And I think, you know, some of them know that they're going to get the listens and the views or whatever. So they're not really putting in the time to perfect the craft. Yeah, Um, that's so true. But regardless becca and michelle have you know were consistent and people tuned in to hear their perspective 
And so it is unfortunate that they didn't get a appropriate send off, but I'm not surprised because mm-hmm. the show has done so many people dirty. Mm-hmm. Like it's just another example of the lack of care and concern and forethought that sometimes goes into their decision making. So true. Yeah, so true. Oh, Tasha, Tasha was a part of Clickbait yeah. at one point too, and yes, she got and she got the fucking just like all, another the same treatment. Bye. Yeah. No goodbye. No yeah. farewells or anything. I remember her having to send in an audio note to Clickbait, being like, "I'm gonna miss you all. Like, this is my family." It's like, oh my god, Lord. Yeah, and then I was talking to um, Rhea from Bachelor Rabbit Hole, and she brought up how it was kind of reminiscent of. Caitlin and Tasha's like exit as well mm-hmm. from being hosts of the official show. So again, mm-hmm. it's it's on par. Mm-hmm. And I, I think Becca and Thomas are right to express their grievances and use their platform to, you know, say that things were sus. But again, I think, you know, the timing should have been handled a little yeah. bit better. So it's not people yeah. it's taking away from charity. <sighs> So true. And you know what? We've given enough time for now as well. We will we will come back to it in future episodes, I'm sure, because more stuff will come out. I'm it's sure still somebody, developing. Yeah, it's developing. Beep, 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 beep. Um, just this this just in. Everyone's fucking scared. driving me mad. I can't. That's how it felt though on my Instagram. I was like, oh, people are upset. The comments, the comments people went in. I was like, oh, this is the official. Bachelor happy hour, y'all are on 100 today. Okay. It's just like, I'm sorry, but no one's going to listen to Joe and Serena's podcast. I know. I did listen to the beginning of it because I was driving and it was like a couple minutes. I was like, okay. But they were just talking about their bachelor parties and I was like, okay Okay. but then i think they dropped their night one thing later okay well we'll we'll check it out i'm gonna i'll give it a shot i gotta figure out what's happening we gotta get to the bottom (laughs) of this um but thank you fair listeners for listening to our podcast and being here uh, as we talk shit about other podcasts i'm fucking worse so yeah charities night one was a lovely premiere i felt like it was a great mixture of cringe sweetness Mm -hmm. like realness and Mm -hmm. trickery and Mm -hmm. fuckery Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. uh that's what you want from a a night one what i things i liked uh that didn't happen rather was there was no like obscene drunk person there was no like mm, sexual bullshit yes and that's great no costumes either, right? Am I mistaken? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. The guy who I guess wasn't in the Titan submarine wore his uh, helmet, but Jenna, <laughs> and I'm glad, and I'm happy for him. I'm happy he wasn't in it. <laughs> oh, that would have put a damper on things. Yeah, <laughs> the funny. timing of it all. <laughs> Oh my god. I wasn't expecting that. I'm sorry. <laughs> that makes me feel good. Um so yeah, and we get the little intro package. We get to meet more of Charity's family. Mm-hmm. We get to meet her sister, her other brother, and mm-hmm. her parents again. They're all lovely folks. I really am confused though, because she said her parents have been married for forty eight years, but they look like they're forty eight. So I'm trying to like do they get married? Were they child brides? Like, I don't understand. Like, I genuinely want to know how old her parents are because they, I was like, 48? Did she mean 38? Yeah. Like, did like she... that's crazy. They look really good. No wonder she looks good because they look amazing. Mm-hmm. So true. So good. Um, And then 
we get her little package, what she's looking for. We get reminded that Charity's previous long-term relationship of six years was filled with like emotional abuse and infidelity. Uh, and yeah, it's just so sad. I just want her to like tell us <laughs> who he is. Oh, right. Just, just, <laughs> I just want, like, how do you fumble Charity? Like, how do you see her and be like, yeah, that's the person I'm going to cheat on? And she made it seem like it was a lot. So I think she probably, luckily, she is a therapist. So she knows like, mm-hmm. like those things in self care and hopefully has gotten herself to a good place, which she has now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just was like, gosh, you know, you have to be in a really dark place. And, you know, we've seen, we've either been in situations like that ourselves or had, you know, friends go through situations. And sometimes like you just have to support the person or, you know, like once you're out of it, you're just like, oh my God, I think she probably like when she finally got out of it, realized like that was a really awful situation because it sounded awful. And I do not deserve that. Mm. Yes. I don't look forward to it being used against her later in this season somehow you know in yeah. some regard. not used to give her like i just it'll come up you know it'll like, be brought up yeah, yeah because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm sure it's some. i mean that's the thing is you bring you but she does seem listen also she's a fucking she has a degree in mental health counseling and we i like mm-hmm. so excited to have our first like bachelorette who's like that because like it, I am so excited to see how, and not that I, and I'm broad, of course, like just like obviously therapists and counselors and people who work in mental health uh, mm-hmm. are not some like, you know, goddesses that don't have <laughs> their own issues or their own like needs for mental health. I mean, I, I actually imagine there's probably like a huge community of like the discussion. Right. How it's like something that's being overlooked because, oh, mm-hmm. you're just like, you, you know what to do, do right. or whatever. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I definitely don't think that, but I am just so excited to see what sh- that brings to the table. Yeah. How will impact like producer manipulation mm-hmm. and storylines? Like, will she, I think her emotional like ability to handle her intelligence will probably be higher than like someone else, but everybody put in a pressure cooker of that environment. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's going to break you at some point. And we yeah. saw tears. So we know something's going to happen. For sure. <clears throat> um, she looked great. You like her dress? She did. I really like it. I think she looked phenomenal in the photos. I think she looked phenomenal on screen. I also think it probably popped even more in person. Mm. Well, I think it was the right choice. It looked beautiful. So yeah. sparkly. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. Good job, Carrie. I I, I rarely yeah. I rarely give you any props, but Yeah. I think when you have a lead who is decisive and who has a distinct style already like who knows what they look good in mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes that can show because every now and then I feel like Hannah B had a pretty good mm-hmm. um style choice I know every now and then there was a crazy like the one when she was moving the podium that dress <laughs> everybody remembers it being awful but for the yeah. most part she was dressed well so I think um, and I know Rachel Recky had talked about at one point, like how she was self-conscious about her chest. And so mm-hmm. that's why she was dressed that way. So they do have um, choices about sure. you know, their style. I think she looked amazing. I can't wait to see what other looks we get this season. That's so true. God, um, RIP Katie in that football shirt. I don't know why she chose that. Um... I think that was a choice too, though. Like, I think Katie like was intentionally every girl and like really wanted to be relatable so I think like she's like anti-pageant and she said before like 
she's not like other bachelorettes and i think she genuinely yeah you know wanted that to be reflected like yeah. and so i think that's probably why she made some of the choices damn fuck ashley <laughs> exactly <laughs> thank you um that's why but i hated that shirt <laughs> yeah i know exactly Triggered. <laughs> so it's raining to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the show. I was like, what is this? What is this structure? It looks so weird. And Charity even commented at one point, like, it's in the way. I can't see the guy. Yeah, it really was. Like, I didn't know for the like, first, like, you know, whatever, five minutes or so. I was like, well, I don't get it. And then <laughs> I saw the limo pull up and you could see the rain going through the, like, reflection of the, the headlights. And I was like, oh, it's pouring buckets in LA right now okay I couldn't uh, figure out what the weather was because it looked cold I'm like what was the temperature in March like I just need to unpack there's so many questions yeah and they were like you could see their breath mm-hmm. both in and outside of the mansion yeah. so like can we turn the heat up inside the mansion like what's happening um because she had to carry this beautiful shawl around but like there was a lot of times she didn't have it and I was like she's freaking freezing I know right. it because they all had on jackets her brother had on a jacket mm-hmm. like yeah it yes. had to be cold Ugh. um uh quick mention jesse palmer learned what to do with his hands Aww. um proud of him we're, <laughs> we're rooting for you buddy go, uh jesse. <laughs> go jesse go uh thanks for staying unproblematic so yes. um yeah i mean we're not gonna go through all the men but like what are ones that really jumped out to you that you uh, jumped out to you <laughs> I just I was just like he's gonna bust his ass like it is raining like why would you do a flip like what would they have done if he had cracked his skull like but that's just me being like extremely risk adverse he stood out I like the guy with the check even though I don't remember his name or if he made it but I was like that's a good donation to charity my heart like I thought that was a little fun Mm -hmm. I like the coin, even though I was like, this is really fake. Like, come on, Charity. But I feel like she knew. Yeah. She knew. Um, her and Xavier and her and Dotton. I feel like I'm saying his name wrong. I thought I, I was saying it one way the whole time in my head. And then when he said it, and I was like, wait, what? Mm, yeah. But he had so much riz, as the kids would say. Like, immediately, I was like, yes. Him and Xavier definitely... I could understand um, why she liked them. And yes. Joey, I liked too with the flower. He was giving a little bit too much explanation, but he's cute. Yeah. yeah I feel like even one. when he was talking to her later, I was like, okay, like ask her about her. <laughs> like, Oh yeah, we'll get into that. Cause I was, <laughs> I was like, mm. I was not impressed. I was not impressed with him. I don't think, I obviously, I think per the previews, he stays around for a while. So I, I, like I will probably change my opinions on him no less than 50 times but um i think he is cute he's one of the cuter ones and i'm just gonna hope that it was nerves and it probably was like listen i would probably be a fucking weirdo too and not look somebody in the eye a ton and you know whatever but it was like i feel like you're over talking her and not like really but she seemed smitten so like you liked him she did she did um we honorable mentions also one of my some of my favorites are xavier as well uh dotton and i really love um warwick now his his entrance was like just minor he didn't do anything like you know extravagant Mm -hmm, or whatever mm -hmm. but he is so handsome he is handsome his cheeks i feel like i don't know it's like his face is really symmetrical 
And like, I love his hair. And I was just like, he is an attractive man. Yeah. And I wanted to get more from him. Mm -hmm. So I hope that we see more from him. I really like John too, because John was, what did he do? I forgot. He had the cookie, he had the fortune cookie. Yes, that was super cute. And he looked like a little baby. And when he kissed her, he just looked like he was so giddy. And I was like, yeah, I like him too. Yeah, yeah. The kisses were something something else. She kissed a lot of people. I was like, mm-hmm. yes. Because like, I think Hannah B was like the same. Like, if she was feeling it, she went in. Mm-hmm. Like, Xavier, when they were talking, he was looking at her mouth the entire time. I was like, he wants to kiss her so bad. So when they did, I was like, yeah, so much chemistry. I, uh, I have real no opinions about height because I'm a short person myself. And I also... <laughs> um, don't really care about men Uh, and I uh, love making them squirm and I know that height is like a thing to men it's a trigger uh but I will say like I mean lord so I don't I don't think any I I like I've dated short men I've dated short Mm -hmm. women whatever um but like you know the first person to come out of the limo was Aaron and he is like was just so fucking tall and you're just like oh wow and then it just like kept like getting higher oh my god like Danton came out i was like oh shit like i think he's probably taller than nate and i was like i need to see like (gasps) i need to see him beside nate because it was just like i feel like sometimes when they were like having him in the camera like he didn't fit in the frame i was like is she a tiny little like poly pocket or are they like huge monsters from space jam like i need to know everybody's height i was so confused because she looked like a little doll like she literally looked like a barbie sitting yeah. next to some of them oh my god literally they can't wait for that date so yeah that's so <laughs> monsters i'm dying um yeah so it's it really i what do you okay so what do you think of the men overall like are, do you feel like this is a good crop of uh men I'm looking back at the cast photos. Um, I think they are really attractive for the most part. Casting did what they needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a few people like um, Spencer, <laughs> which I don't know. There's something going on beyond. Like, I didn't want to go too, no, yeah. like, go in too much. Because I'm like, something is, there's something. But mm-hmm. there's a couple people like him. But also Caleb, the cowboy guy, I was like thrown off by him from the intros and like the casting photos but he was great I was like pleasantly surprised by Mm -hmm. him I was like you know what I could see him staying but I'm glad that Chris the flipper and the jumper I was like this charity charity would be a great teacher because she had to pretend to care about a lot of stuff (laughs) that I know she did not care about but she was really giving them her full attention Mm -hmm. she was looking them in their eyes she was clapping when they were wrestling each other and jumping on furniture in this rented mansion like I just think she really was like interested but I think there's some standouts immediately and from the previews you can kind of tell and we've been watching it long enough that we kind of know like this person is going to be this mm-hmm. this person is going to be that but i think for the most part she has a good group of men i do <laughs> i feel like she might actually have saw her husband in that room i know oh. that's something that we 
Mm-hmm. So, but I think she had some good chemistry with enough people that she could walk away yeah. and have a happy ending. We deserve. She deserves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that you put us first. <laughs> we do. The last, the last Bachelorette happy ending I remember is um, Zach and Tasha, and then they ripped that from us. I cried so much at their little I know. proposal. That was I the really sweetest. did. Yeah, that was the last one I cried at. Like. Yeah, that was the sweetest. I I loved um, Michelle and Nate's, but I cried at Tasha and Zach's. Um, Me too. So yeah, agreed, agreed. Uh, yeah, and like, but you're right. She had a lot of chemistry. She really did. Mm-hmm. She had a lot of chemistry with the men that she actually was interested, in, and she right. placated the ones that she needed to. Plus, mm-hmm. you know, we'll get to see more. I mean, I'm really glad she kept Dotton. We'll get his name. Well, I'm, my apologies. Um, it because I think if I remember correctly, he said he didn't even get any time with her. Yeah, but his intro was so smooth. Like yeah, she I knew. Mean, yeah, I these... feel like there's some people, and they do that. That's why I feel like he's definitely a for like a front runner because mm-hmm. we saw him in the previews, and like sometimes I'm like I'm gonna go back and watch mm-hmm. this season, and like I know who won this. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. see if they buried them in mm-hmm. the preview. Yes. So. I think yes. they intentionally made probably more of them not getting time together. Like she's probably like, I'm good. I know this is a strong connection. So I think mm-hmm. that's probably why he didn't get that time. What season did you recently rewatch? Didn't you watch the old season? Um, I did not finish it. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. this is, I can tell it was Caitlin's. Mm-hmm. And then I started, cause sometimes I like to, lately I've been watching TV that I've already watched before. Yeah in the background so then I started re-watching some of Michelle's season but I didn't finish Caitlyn's season I got mm. to the episode when Nick Vial got there and I was just like <laughs> I'm done <laughs> yeah I'm just I don't know I think I want to go back and see it but it's just like the reason I can tell why I didn't watch the show because like I just it was just very very non-diverse mm-hmm. and I was just like this is why I wasn't interested in it beforehand. And I think one of her few black men became the villain of that yeah. season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was out of like, pocket. Yeah, he true. Yeah. yeah but, but it's just like, yeah. it goes to show the show is like, the thing is you have to, like, it's uh, equal diversity, equal representation. Mm-hmm. People of color, fat people, anyone can be a villain. But mm-hmm. hopefully you have more than two mm-hmm. so that it doesn't. That's not the only you representation. Know, like, you exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, great. I and I um uh I guess the Spencer of it all. Let's get yeah. into it. Um, okay. yeah, I'm I'm still I'm holding out judgment fully because I want to yeah. get to know him more. Right. Um, his profile on Instagram is so bare and sweet looking, and mm. I think that there just might be like uh he just might be really nervous and yep. maybe he was drunk. Yeah. You know. Um and. But it was, it was off-putting, uh, yes. you know, and it was hard to watch. But I also like, I'm yes. like I kind of loved it because I like cringe. Yeah. And I mean, we, he, listen, I love a kinky man. He's into cock and ball torture. He wanted her to kick him in the balls right away. Remember? Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. I think, yeah, they were giving him the little quirky clown music too. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, they, like, you have to think about how all of those things influence your perception. Mm-hmm. So yeah i just was i would have i would have been off put by it but Mm -hmm. i mean charity like she's just really empathetic so she was just going with it and she did keep him i feel like that was definitely 
not her decision. Mm-hmm. Like I think Agreed. it's one of those people that they were like, you know, you got to keep them around so we can exploit them for the another week or two. But mm-hmm. yeah, I want to reserve judgment until he does something more like egregious than just being like really awkward and sweaty. Yeah, exactly. Because I feel like we treated Connor the cat man really poorly. And I mean, I'm not saying he's a hero or anything, but like, you know, what, uh, what was his, you know, crime? He was just a cringe. Yeah, he's just like, a cringe man. Yeah. But Katie was into the cringe and like he, I haven't watched Bachelor in Paradise Canada just because like VPNs confuse me as mm-hmm. an elderly millennial. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I think he's doing well on that. And like, I like that he was in the video that they put out for Pride Month and he talks a lot about his um sibling who's trans and i so i just think he's a great advocate and i like him a lot agreed yeah he did will, grow on me yeah i will buy his his ruggable rug i will buy it <laughs> i'll listen to his single <laughs> <laughs> so another one i wanted to bring up is let's talk about i guess the main drama of the night okay so i, okay. I guess before we'll get into it is that uh one of the men that came out of the limo mm-hmm. was somebody that charity knew uh, Jesse does this whole big rigmarole of like, uh, this man really wanted to be here. He like demanded that he, and she's like, oh my God, oh my God, who is it? And then her brother, Nehemiah, comes Nehemiah. out. He is the sweetest person. Like, I love that they're best friends. Like, um, one time my mom told me like, which I mean, it's obvious, but she said like, your sibling is the longest relationship you'll have. And I was oh. like, wait that is true mm-hmm. <laughs> like this person really is with you from like the literal beginning me and my brother are a year and 10 days exactly apart so I think it was really sweet that they're best friends and you could just tell that they really have a lot of love and care for each other and he is like made for tv too I feel like he's charismatic like all the good things that we could say about charity I think like obviously he like is the same and sometimes the gimmicks like when wells was talking about sally's suitcase mm. or like when demi was like hiding in the van and stuff mm-hmm. like usually i don't like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but i feel like it was it like they had a clear purpose mm-hmm. he was trying to see who was there for his sister you know it was a little gimmicky but not over the top and like i think that it was a bit that really really worked and in part because of his his charm I, yeah. I, yeah, I think it was because he pulled it off. Because, yes, the premise, gimmick. S- silly. Of course, they're going to recognize him. His wig was horrible. His mustache like was horrible. like a Tyler Perry wig. Like, like, oh, my God. Like, I was going to ask you, like, is there, what other hair could we have done? Exactly. He just could have, like, I don't feel like they would have been, I don't know. I feel like they had to make it ridiculous. But... Yeah, right. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah. Because, like, I think, like, personally, I'm like, okay, he could, because he has, like, personally physically he has like a five o'clock shadow beard mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um he could have just like shaved his beard but kept his must like grown his mustache mm-hmm. a little bit and worn like a baseball cap and mm-hmm. then wore glasses mm-hmm. and then maybe got like a piercing like a fake piercing right put a tattoo on his neck i don't know um oh jenna they should hire you yeah exactly <laughs> and i feel like that would have like realistically been enough but obviously right. i agree with you they wanted to like make Play it, it up fun mm-hmm. for that. but yeah his, he the chemistry was working and it worked really well mm-hmm. and it really showcased charity's humor so yes what i love so much about her is she is such okay so her voice is so i i will eventually figure out the words i want to use for it it's so mm-hmm. like it's like gravelly mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but like high mm-hmm. and 
uh, I think sometimes she almost sounds like she, because I've, I've studied people a lot and I used to do stand-up mm -hmm. comedy and stuff. So like, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I can see how maybe somebody would think she's like um, reading from a script maybe, mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. like really like, uh, it, it's, it's, it's not as flow, but it's because she's so, she has such a like, dry funny humor yeah she and does. with the brother you could really see it she, she was just like he's like oh yeah i did this and she's just like oh i bet you fucking did <laughs> like i i like oh she's i like no yeah and she but she said it in a way she's just like oh yeah of course you did like i don't know it was it's so funny <laughs> yeah it's good to see her with somebody that she's really comfortable with because yeah. you get to see more of her personality and just their like deep love and admiration for each other and also like, it made me think, like, I hope that Nehemiah gets to be a part of more of her decision making, mm -hmm. um, because I feel like actually seeing someone talk to someone that they care about and, like, knows them really well can act influence their decisions for the right, like, the right way. And she still made the decision that he didn't want her to make, but she was like, okay, thank you for the information. I'm going to interpret it how I want, but, like, it's it kind of showed me the disconnect between, like, the leads and like um the hosts sometimes because yeah. they're not getting that but i do genuinely think that jesse likes charity mm -hmm. like yeah. i can tell that that i think he likes hers i i bet if we like watch their conversations over the course of the season it'll probably be better than his conversations with like zach because sometimes i felt like he was like okay i gotta get through this with zach what is mm -hmm. he what is this boring shell of a man saying but i think he really genuinely likes charity mm -hmm. i mean my weird little like like premonition i just had was like will we see jesse cry you know will oh, we see him get like emotional? if she gets married yeah or, or, or if engaged she, or if even like during the drama whatever it is that's happening and then later yeah. on he's like upset on her behalf because he's like wow she's really putting herself out here yeah and i'm actually upset that she's being like fucked over by whatever yeah. guy is doing whatever um even in the comments they go back and forth with oh. each other i think that they Oh, I I'm trying to figure out who else was he like just Rachel and Gabby right yeah, Rachel Those are and only, Gabby. Mm -hmm. the only two bachelorettes that he's mm -hmm. had before mm -hmm. so I do think they have a good relationship but we'll see yeah. I think it matters you could tell when the hosts mm -hmm. really are there for the person apparently Chris Harrison and Colton just got on <laughs> they he still post Colton posted him the other day like mm -hmm. and his wet like he, they are doubling down on that friendship so mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, maybe hosts do get invested because sometimes you can tell when they're not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes they get a little too invested with yeah. like uh, Hannah B and Kaylin. Uh, Chris was all up in their shit. It was embarrassing. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, so, but then, so oh, yes, Brayden sorry. is mm -hmm. uh, one of the men that she really connected with and mm -hmm. he is a travel nurse um mm -hmm. famously if anyone listened to my instagram stories my roommate wants to suck his fucking cock she couldn't <laughs> shut the fuck up about it i was like girl i'm trying to do a, a fucking instagram story um he no, is very attractive he's very face. attractive no it, it's good it's good and and he has a good package and whatever so mm -hmm. uh, good package oh, I, <laughs> Uh, okay. and my roommate was obviously noticing it. So no, and then we, you know, she so she's into it. They make out. They make out mm -hmm. a lot. She's really into yes. it. She seems really uh, smitten by it. He goes back yes. to the bar. He's talking about it. He's really yes. excited. I mean, I don't think he did anything wrong. 
No, I don't think it was like bra- bragging or anything. It was, he's 24, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, and that should just be <laughs> the mind opening thing that, okay, all this makes sense because he's a 24 year old. Mm-hmm. I think he was just really giddy, really excited. That's got to be a lot of validation if you're coming in with 25 men and like you're getting that confirmation from her that, you know, she's very interested in you. So I think, um, yeah, I think he just was really excited. I think if I'm not mistaken, wasn't that the same thing that happened with Luke Parker? Mm-hmm. Luke P, did he get the first impression rose and mm-hmm. kind of got, I'm not putting Brayden at that mm-hmm. level because mm-hmm. that's <laughs> no one can top mm-hmm. that. But I think, you know, he just got the validation and was excited about it. So it depends on how he acts moving forward mm-hmm. is when I'll judge his character. But I think he was just excited. You know, true. Yeah, it's true. I was texting Connie and I was like, oh, he's one of my like faves. And then it got a little weird. I was like, oh, no, they're giving a weird villain edit. And then it was mm-hmm. fine. And then but then the preview kind of makes it look like it goes, mm-hmm. it's back to it. But then but you just saying the Luke P element of it was interesting because now it's like, what is it? Is an is it an edit? Or it does he become super does he become super cocky mm. and become that character essentially? And mm. again, I my my premonition is like, oh, does he somehow because he was cheated on in his previous relationships? Mm-hmm. That's something he bonded with charity about. It's like, does he throw that back in her face somehow? You know, mm. if he becomes a villain. Um Well, he was wearing a scarf and earrings that I was like, Oh, this looks very F boy. Like oh. he turned he turned real F boy when he got out of the suit. But Given the benefit of the doubt, I think he does have a target on his back now. Yeah. So the other men are going to kind of come for him a little bit because they were already upset about his behavior and they just knew that mm-hmm. Nehemiah, like, outing him was going to end up with him being, like, sent home. Yeah. So not only did he not get sent home, but she validated him oh. <laughs> with the first impression rose. So I'm like... They're going to be so mad about it. Yeah, like Target on his back. Sorry, uh, dude. So even if he isn't that bad of a person, I'm sure there's going to be an Aaron Clancy somewhere to take up the reins and make sure just he's gone. trying to look at his, what I wrote for his, like, my my notes of him. And I did write MAGA next to him. So I'm not sure. Is he? I, I No. So my, my, to listeners who listened to last week, I said MAGA about, like, 10 of them. Okay. Uh, but I meant conservative Okay. vibes okay. not a single one did i actually see maga you know i just got like american flags and like MAGA adjacent <laughs> you know like whatevs so i know Maga is a strong word to use so because i don't want to just like lobby that at people but i can't recall why i thought about that about him so we'll see i'll i'll, I'll, hmm. I'll revisit him um but again i none of them actually screamed maga they all just like the ones i thought just had like conservative conservative views vibes Um, you're probably not wrong yeah i've been doing it long enough i'm like oh i'll see what i want um but yeah so we'll see but you know what i that was good about it was he explained himself he's like listen if i was the bachelor i would have given you my first impression rose because i just felt this energy yeah and i was like damn that's so validating and cute Mm -hmm. she needed that too Mm -hmm. like she i think and that's the reason why she picked him because Mm -hmm you know you don't know who's coming on for what and like i hate getting into the for the right reasons because i think it's like everybody because i think she actually i think um aaron s maybe her brother said was like skeptical and she was like as he should be it's like thank you charity like it's not smart to think somebody's coming here solely to meet and fall in love with you and like 
not be wary of a process that literally makes no sense if you try to explain it to an alien they'd be like what are you talking about so I think she needed that validation in the moment like this guy is also really into me specifically and so I think that's probably why she gave it to him as well so true we're gonna we're gonna trust charity's choices too and um mm-hmm. i just actually don't think he did anything wrong I, I, he might become a villain but i think um I'm, in this I'm moment yeah in this yeah. moment not whatever something i did not want to brush over real quick is that mm-hmm. we got some we got some content outside of the show so first we got this commercial that fucking slapped us in the face for serena as a maybelline um uh ambassador of sorts mm-hmm, i guess mm-hmm. she's a model probably for them ambassadors mm-hmm. actually to love word because i think I, I need to go look at her page i'm not sure if she's doing cover ads for them but i love that but Lord i will K say like working. yeah exactly when uh charity was getting ready for the big night mm-hmm. on the counter of the makeup she did not use on herself let's be clear right, right. um there was maybelline and i was like well I see that really loudly. And then like mm-hmm. within like 10 minutes, it's like this commercial. We, we got it twice on my feed at least. Um, it is actually a pretty funny commercial. I'll it give them good. credit. Yeah, it like as far good. as commercials go, it's like Joe has to go get her correct shade. And listen, it, that's pretty great, right? To talk about shades. Yeah, layers of like her being a woman of color. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, I thought that was handled well. I think it was like, you know, not really directly stated but implied which is probably better anyway yeah yeah but it's like but and yeah yeah exactly so that's great um yeah i like i did right like shade. the commercial yeah yeah and he gets the right shade but he gets two shades he puts the other one in his pocket he's not sure or whatever um it's that was cute he was like that's cute. your winter shade she was yeah. like oh that was cute <laughs> it was a good commercial it was like even if you hate them as people i'm indifferent i like serena i'm indifferent towards joe yeah. but it was a good commercial and i was like coins get your money i do respect it can you imagine like he was at home in 2018 night one <laughs> shut the fuck up yeah. and now in 2023 he's in a commercial dream big and don't maybe- give up flipping chris you can end up in a commercial one day well yeah i was gonna say just make sure you're tall and white but oh well flipping chris you're out <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh um and then speaking of commercials uh for the first quarter half of it of this episode we kept getting little videos um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from previous bachelorettes mm-hmm. giving well wishes to charity and it was like super cute first one was jojo successful success mm-hmm. you know yes. um we get uh caitlin mm-hmm. we get uh desiree we get mm-hmm. ali mm-hmm. is that it I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, Jillian Harris, but it was on the Instagram. Okay. Like, they're like, oh, we can include this. And so I'd have been like, I've never recorded a video for you again. How dare you regulate me to social media? Yeah, that's offensive as fuck. Okay. Yeah. So I I have like 6,000 thoughts about this. Like, cute, great, love, 20th anniversary, live. But, yes. uh, like, where? Yes. Mm. you're i'm thinking like you've had four women of color including charity in 20 years and you couldn't get one of them to send a video like all of them have distanced themselves from the franchise like every single one so yeah i was disappointed that i mean it was good to see 
the other bachelorettes and like i get jojo love story i get caitlin she has a successful story it's adjacent mm-hmm. Allie, i'm like okay they're just trying to fill a spot um desiree i think isn't she married to her mm-hmm. yeah she, it's a successor yeah so yeah so i mean it was good it was well-intentioned but yeah the absence of people like Tasha, michelle and Rachel was pretty telling, but maybe you know I could see Michelle potentially being involved in the season, mm-hmm. maybe throughout. I think I've seen like somebody I know, you know, they bring back alum to host a group yeah. date. So yeah. maybe at the time Michelle was still in good graces or good standing, mm-hmm. but I was disappointed that none of them. I understand, like mm-hmm. because we know every woman of color has actively distanced themselves that were leads and people who weren't leads like natasha she left clickbait so like it's a trend so mm-hmm. hopefully with the new direction they can keep charity around because if not it's you know it's just sad it's it was a big absence yeah it's like they really i think you said it really it's like it highlighted that that there's something wrong like good intention but then when you're watching it you're like oh wait mm, okay mm-hmm. and that's just so sad because i mm-hmm. and then i was just like no I, in my head like like literally listeners like when i was watching it like by the time the second one came i was like oh my god i'm gonna see rachel Lindsay again i like got this weird split second of just mm-hmm. like actual joy I was yeah. like, oh my god i'm gonna see her again on my tv screen and then i immediately was like no i'm not yeah like, absolutely am i not because she's completely severed so then i was like oh that's sad and yeah. i was like okay well maybe i'll see Tasha. i haven't seen her in too long and i was like no that no that's not gonna happen and then i was like oh michelle oh, i will see michelle they are gonna have her and then they didn't and i was like yeah. oh my god yeah yeah i mean michelle probably was the most likely i would say michelle then Tasha, yeah. then rachel but yeah yeah well, I don't I would, know if they approached them or not, but yeah, and that's the thing. You're like, did they approach him? Did they not? Did like, is she in the season later on? I I would yeah. hope they would have showed her already. They are gonna have Rachel and Gabby on a yeah, date. I saw them. Um, so yeah, it's eh, it was it was a thing. So disappointing, disappointing. Do better, Bachelor. Like it's eh, my God. I, I get I get so frustrated. I get so yeah. downtrodden about it sometimes. And then I'm yeah, like, me too. I tweeted last night. I was just like, right as I'm like ready to light this fucking franchise on fire, which I mean I've been doing in ways mm-hmm. that I can. Mm-hmm. I'm just like they give me charity, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I like I want to see how this goes. I genuinely want to see her love story, but me I get too. so frustrated with it. Me too. I think I think I heard this. I'm like, love to see it one time. Uh, that they like actively try to cater to two audiences mm-hmm. and they won't make a choice mm-hmm. so like they'll have a zach and they'll follow it with the charity and they just keep ping-ponging back and forth mm-hmm. it is like i'm really excited that charity is the bachelorette and i think you know seeing who they'll pick for the bachelor is going to be a big choice because i think they are a little more open to you know, having representation on The Bachelorette than The Bachelor for, you know, <sighs> post-Matt. I don't know if they're... I, we'll see. I, I'm really interested. But I do think, you know, everybody... There's a lot of talk like, oh, these other shows are better than The Bachelor. And I don't think so. Love Island, I will talk about Love Island to my last breath. Like, if you want 
to get me going if you don't want this podcast to end ask me my opinion on love island and i have grown to love love is blind Mm -hmm. and the ultimatum like all these shows have purposes but i don't think that they are taking over the bachelor like i think the bachelor and the bachelorette gives us the fantasy Mm -hmm. and i think it's there's still a place for it Mm -hmm. in the dating show landscape Mm -hmm. but they have to actively cater to a diverse audience like that is the biggest misstep to me like love island caters to a diverse audience love is blind caters to a diverse audience the ultimatum caters to a diverse audience like that is what is missing and i think it's not the format of the show that's broken even though because there's play because you know the show's like okay we're focusing on monogamy okay Mm -hmm. like okay that could be an outdated concept depending on who you ask but Mm -hmm. then you have enough enough shows that are fully like this is all about sex so there's a place for everything for it yeah yes i don't think the bachelor needs to change the format i think Mm -hmm. they just need to open it up to diverse audiences can like what would a queer season look like we know the ultimatum did it successfully Mm -hmm. i just think at some point they have to intentionally yeah like it's just it's time it's time and I, I, I always love talking to you about it because I think you and I really come from the same place. We really like this comfort of the show and this mm-hmm. fantasy of it. I do. Mm-hmm. I love the fantasy. Mm-hmm. I know it's I know it's blowing smoke up my ass half the time, more than half maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. But like sometimes it's not. And mm-hmm. um, I also don't care. Like I don't need right. every fucking person to be like whatever. I just right. want it to be fun and enjoyable mm-hmm. and messy mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i want to see diverse people on it because That's people it. are they have great stories mm-hmm. and um you know it's it's just like disappointing and i think about all these other shows that are coming under fire for mm-hmm. their problematic production mm-hmm. um you know mm-hmm. values mm-hmm. but like if i let's if i want to take off my like intersectional woke hat for a second mm-hmm. or where i like really care about mm-hmm. people's well-being if i take that hat off for a second they're just like successful like they love is blind is treating all of the cast horribly mm-hmm. <laughs> and they need to improve it but i'm just like well, mm-hmm. at least they're having them have storylines right right you know and so the bachelor treats its cast horribly but uh, just bring us more people like right. I, like i want it to be better like our rose our roses for everybody demands are clear that mm-hmm. you need to treat a fat person respectfully mm-hmm. on the show and we know that the first time that happens it probably won't be the case mm-hmm. and that is something we have to sit with and like mm-hmm. think about our moral like obligations of putting uh you know a fat community at risk mm-hmm. um but at the same time it's like for the greater good of like representation mm-hmm. um and entertainment i don't know i'm just like i fully agree with you like we've seen people in other like love island and love is blind i can think of contestants who were not like the typical size and i think you know those contestants have been like white presenting for the most part and Mm -hmm. so i do think you know when we have these conversations you know we have to think about like what is that like we have to make sure even though we're like this is fat representation it's also should be like intersectional as Mm -hmm. you said um but you have to think about like women like lizzo who are really Mm -hmm. pushing the the i love Mm -hmm. like i could i could again i'd be talking all day but i love lizzo and i love like how many how many things that she will just like hold people accountable about Mm -hmm. like and i just wish that that like there is such a movement outside of the bachelor 
and like we they just need to catch up because it is it is a great show Mm -hmm. and you know i would never have been a part of this community at all had they not had rachel Lindsay, and like Mm. now i'm like really like invested in it and want the show to do better so like there are people who would be brought in to this franchise if they just did a little bit more but charity is a great great start Mm -hmm. i'm really excited um, that she's a darker skinned bachelorette. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of darker skinned men on her season. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really excited about that. And also like recognizing that, you know, there are other things with representation, like you said, like all the cast looks like the same. Like they could do a lot more with that representation. So it's like they are doing just enough again, like just to placate, like, okay, we're giving them this. We're not going to give them that. We're going to give them this. We're not going to give them that. So I really am interested to see who just, the next Bachelor will be. Same. And it's like, I just, it is, it is a, it's, it's problematic just to look at it this way sometimes because I've just mm-hmm. been in it for so long. I can't mm-hmm. help but do it. Mm-hmm. It's just that like, get fucking I don't just do it and have it fail even like I don't know right. there would just be controversy and there would right. be like because I want the ratings to succeed like the show right. is dying and it's like I just I'm holding out for them to like fucking figure it out and just like mm-hmm. I I just vision I envision a world where they they finally start doing some of this and have a queer season and have mm-hmm. it be so bad but think about the think pieces and I just mm-hmm, like oh mm-hmm. I just want it because love is blind fucked up too or sorry Netflix fucked up too the ultimatum had its mm-hmm. flaws mm-hmm. um and it got so much press for that and mm-hmm. it got number two on the streaming charts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just you know, like you said I think you know they're gonna they have to not be afraid to get it wrong and yeah like that conversation yeah. that comes out of that is gonna be mm-hmm. key but i mean we always say like i'll be interested to see who the next bachelor is but i really will be and i think you know for you know katie thurston you know when she made the stand like publicly stated that she didn't want Chris Harrison, which I know there were other things that were in place too. I don't think that was like the main impetus for the decision, but it definitely moved the conversation forward. So I think, you know, there's going to have to be a lead that says that, you know, after they're selected, they're going to have to take a stand and say like, I want my Mm -hmm. cast to look like this. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, they're just going to have to go out on a limb a little bit because there's support behind it um but yeah because obviously you know because you've seen like your campaign has gotten so much support so like yeah somebody has to take a stand yeah and we i i the day we found out zach was gonna be the bachelor we were like oh no it's not gonna happen that season um and i will say like when we thought charity was is i was like oh my god i don't know charity's preferences um Mm -hmm. and i don't really care to be honest Mm -hmm. i'm Mm -hmm. not here to talk shit about her but Mm -hmm. even if her preferences aren't um inclusive Mm -hmm. uh she would be the perfect bachelorette to to, to shepherd that because mm-hmm, she's obviously mm-hmm. not a hateful fucking bigot right right <laughs> and so like right. watching last night i was like oh my god she's being so nice to all these mm-hmm. people like we she could have was. had some fat men and like right. i don't want it to be fake but i need them to do something yes yes i agree so i agree even I, with zach like with his story like had he 
said like I was deserving of love at this size and I'm deserving of love now. Like even if he had just like I feel like anytime there's a weight loss journey on the show, it's like not even represented as like I deserve love at whatever size I am. Like that's so easy to say. Um because I was thinking about the only other person I could think about was Marissa who had that storyline and I think, you know, yeah. I just there's a lot left to do. So Mm-hmm. but charity would have been great because i do and she still is great but i think she would have been great at that like you said mm-hmm. because she was genuinely open mm-hmm. to getting to know people like you could like read her face and her body language and tell like she was really invested in connecting and like that's not so uh, it's really easy to get into the position like i'm the lead you're here for me like you need to be entertaining me and mm-hmm. i think she really was trying to make a good situation for her men and she even tweeted before like you know we're all human Mm, i saw that so So good Mm -hmm. she would have she would have done but you know they i mean they're getting the pushback and Mm -hmm. other franchises are making changes and so i think you know there's a real momentum behind it so we i mean we can keep expressing our expressing our discontent like i think one thing that keeps me coming back to the bachelor is I really love it, the show, and I want it to be better. But also, like, if we stop talking about what we want to improve, like, then what are we doing? Because no one else is going to say anything. You know, I just mm-hmm. feel like we have to keep going and we have to be critical. And it doesn't mean that we don't love it. Mm-hmm. It just means that we know it can be better. And so mm-hmm. I want to keep doing that as long as it's on and they'll and you'll have me (laughs) (laughs) exactly we're gonna keep fucking going no it's Mm -hmm. so true i i i think i've found some balance in the last year or two to have to to um enjoy it for what it Mm -hmm. is and Mm -hmm. try not to care about every little thing but Mm -hmm. um but still call it out and still talk Mm -hmm. about it because because change did happen a lot of yeah. times, you know, it and um, the people who spoke up to get Mike Fleiss gone are another great example yeah. of um, speaking up can do something, Absolutely. you know, so we have to keep doing that. But I am also excited to enjoy the season and the so previews. Excited. Yeah, the previews look pretty pretty so sassy exciting. um yes. oh yeah yes before we go into it if anyone's doing any kind of bracket or whatever she sent home a man named joe chris mm-hmm. khaled nick mm-hmm. taylor i no idea who that man is um and an, a man named pilot p <laughs> oh yeah peter <laughs> yeah oh. which i'm like how do they keep like i wouldn't do it if I knew that there was like a big like I just wouldn't like there's I mean Peter honestly is the most disappointing person in Bachelor Nation to me because I loved Peter on mm-hmm. Hannah's season I thought he was the sweetest mm-hmm. he was like cute but also somehow like he was pulling Hannah he was giving a little sexy mm-hmm. I loved him I really did and then he was the biggest disappointment to me <laughs> It's like this is the worst season. Oh, it was great content, but Not he was—I sure. don't know. I think Bachelor Rabbit Hole asked me like who my favorite Bachelor was, and I was like, I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely don't like any of them. <laughs> I like Clayton more postseason. Clayton yeah, is, yeah. Clayton is. Um, how would you? What word am I looking for? Clayton is like genuine. Like I think he's endearing. 
like his pizza journey his dancing journey i'm like i like this yeah so yeah. i guess if i had to pick with a gun to my head i'd say clear <laughs> that is the funniest thing you've ever said to me i am <laughs> as many years as we've been in this together that is <laughs> do you have a favorite you don't uh yeah 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 listen 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 <laughs> listen uh, listen mike johnson um and i'm sticking to my answer <laughs> no, that is I, a great answer <laughs> that is a great answer i am partial to ben because it was a great season uh, ben higgy yeah it was a great Aww. season and uh, is cute yeah he's him and i have been through journey we talked on the phone once for an hour like oh wow yeah it's, i yeah. like ben i want him to do well i feel like you know sometimes he's going through some real stuff yeah um somebody just got in the dms actually this week with random gossip that i think he must have said on his podcast recently or something where at one point brace yourself listeners he was when he was with lauren or whatever he was going to do a, a like a reality show documentary about his journey to run for a Republican um, candidate, oh some kind of political office. Mm -hmm. And then it was right as 2016 ish time. And he saw how Republicans were going and withdrew because Good he didn't want to be a part of that. Wow. That's cool. Like, that's cool. That is not where I thought that story was going. That, I know. So I was like, you have to brace yourself. Wait. It's a journey. <laughs> what? Uh, so instead they because they already had things contracted they ended up doing this shitty disney princess wedding thing with him and lauren and then they broke up like a month later anyway so wow, didn't um, know that. yeah so okay, good for him Hickey. yeah i know i've never been happy happy for a christian um <laughs> sorry <laughs> okay we have to go before i get canceled so um yeah the preview looked great I, it's all there's just so much happening so i don't mm -hmm. really know but i i, I it's looking like kind of a little bit of a classic like charity's mm -hmm, falling mm -hmm. in love with more than one person at a time mm -hmm. it seems to be somebody who's not there for the right reasons mm -hmm. uh what did you take away that you're like mm. is the shoe the new fence jump like i was like where why is her shoe here what is going on but yeah i think it gave everything it needed to give mm -hmm. there were tears she was like i'll take that shit back i was like okay charity talk your shit mm -hmm. but also drama her final rose look i was like stunning i literally gasped i like, gasped no seriously and my roommate actually was like you genuinely had a real reaction i was like i've seen so many of these dresses so good so good it's gonna have everything we need it's going it's going to be a great season mm -hmm. i did not think that last season was a great season and i love gabby and rachel mm -hmm. but there's and i love some of the contestants um but i think it just they bit off more than they can chew so <laughs> i think a return to you know what we know and love about the bachelorette and like this season and i think mm -hmm. it'll just be good and i'm looking forward to that looking forward to paradise there's lots to be excited about mm -hmm. as a bachelor fan <laughs> <laughs> i clip that out then put it send it to a producer listen listen to the podcast listen <laughs> we, we talk only good things about your show and give some great advice yes mm. we want what's best for you <laughs> even do. if it's not with us <laughs> <laughs> i'm so excited about parent i'm so excited about charity season i just love her and i think she's gonna be an amazing all-time hall of fame bachelorette like i just 
she's made for it like you can mm-hmm. tell through this whole episode like this is her role she was the right choice Mm -hmm. uh i think jesse even says that in the beginning of the the voiceover for the extended preview he's like this is a love story for the ages and i it it hit me i was like oh that's a that's a phrase to use and i it like "Eh." if she gives us a good she will give us uh, i just always love their first post when they're like Mm -hmm. together yeah yeah and like going on the the abc good morning yeah. america all of it oh. she's gonna be so glowy and happy oh, ah, i love, I love it, it so much thank you so much ash you're the best thank you for having me i am not the best because you are so oh, correction add it to your episode <laughs> notes <laughs> thank you two besties being yeah. the best yeah i mean i was saying like where can people find i know where people please go follow ash on ash talks batch on instagram twitter and tiktok is there anywhere else i mean there's links to your uh blog and your yes. newsletter yes that's it i'm more of a lurker on tiktok but i'm trying to get better but i love twitter i love live tweeting twitter is like mm-hmm. my place of happiness and mm-hmm. instagram is always going to be popping so mm-hmm. i love to be i love bachelor twitter bachelor instagram everything so yeah mm-hmm. come hang out guys Yes, come hang out. Make sure you're subscribing and yeah, taking in all that Ash has to post. And I love that you keep up with some of the other shows and the other yes. uh, dating shows. So if you, you are interested, yeah, I was just saying, I was just saying, like, please go fucking sate the uh, so Ash's needs. Have you watched Love Island? Jenna? No, no, I watched like one episode and I couldn't do it. Jenna, it is the most addictive summer pleasure you can give yourself. An hour. Well, no. Actually, I was like, girl, you don't know me. <laughs> actually, it's not. But it's just an hour a day that I'm just like, ah, this is trash. I love it. I wait to eat things that I don't normally allow myself. I'm like, I'm going to eat trash. I'm going to watch trash TV. Just trash day. Every day for an hour. <laughs> I know. It goes the entire week, right? It's like... Yeah. I mean, I mean, Saturday and Sunday, they have like the after right. sun. They honestly do things. Okay, you wanted to end the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) They do things so much better, like with bloopers and like having the real time with the contestants reacting to what happened. Yeah, yeah, I think they just audience interaction, you're voting on things like light years better. But we love you, The Bachelor. But well, and I just listen to that, y'all. Like, we don't want fully script, like, be polished as a bachelor Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. let the contestants be a little bit more messy Mm -hmm. you know they are so messy i feel like that would bring the like the Mm -hmm. attention so like let's do that so um yeah with that y'all thank you so much for listening as we enter in i think when i was posting the cast bio episode i saw that we're on there technically my 13th season of because oh <laughs> i do a new season for each you know whatever but congratulations uh, thank you and uh thank you all so much for being here and listening still and engaging in the dms and uh everything in between if you're new from the queer ultimatum hi welcome we will be talking about the bachelor and honestly i want you to watch it but you don't have to watch it to like the podcast and um in future episodes i like to do 
I'll do like a little catch up of Bachelor Nation news up front. I'll also try to talk about a pop culture moment as well because I have lots to say about a lot of those. And I am flirting with the idea of doing a, a mini recap about the Sex and the City television season two reboot. You should. Yeah. You should. The first two episodes were a lot. Yeah, a lot, a lot. So I'm like, I have to figure out how to talk about it, but I'm really excited. So yeah, stick around. Lots of fun content here and there. So with that, please drink some water, mm-hmm. take a nap, take get your some, medicine. Yeah, get to your medicine. Do what Ash says. Get some summer pleasure. I don't know what that is. And with that, stay frosty, bitches. What? Oh God, we have to go. I'm <laughs> bye. I think I stole another podcast's end. Thank you for listening to Date Card Pod. Make sure you're following the podcast on all of the social media platforms. On Instagram and TikTok, it is at Date Card Pod. On Twitter, it's at Date Card Podcast. And you can email me at DateCardThePodcast at gmail.com. This podcast is hosted and produced by myself, Jenna Vesper. And you can find me on at Jenna with a smile on Instagram and check out all my other fun projects I have. Thank you so much to Michaela Jane for our amazing artwork and find her at MichaelaJane.com. And a huge thank you to Jed Overly for our theme music. You can find him on Instagram at JeddyBoyJames. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you share it with a friend, share it with your boss, share it with your mom, maybe an enemy. I don't really care as long as you share it. Okay. And maybe leave a review. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Hello and welcome to the ad for Afternoonified. The ad where we try to convince you to listen to our show. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. We hope you like mummies, weird religions, cheese, historical figures, dicks, religion, and like a lot of other stuff. Did it work? Are you going to listen? Emily, they can't hear you. They're like pressing the skip button right now. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This is As Above, So Below.